You've been creating content for a while now and you've got a rhythm for showing up consistently. You know you're ready for the next step, strategy, but you don't know where to begin. There are hundreds of marketing tactics out there that you could try to implement, but which ones make the most sense for your business? Where do you even begin? How do you avoid shiny object syndrome and instead ensure that whatever you're doing is worth your time and actually moving the needle in your business? Today, I'm sharing exactly how to choose where your focus should be for your marketing strategy and how to get started in four simple steps, as well as a peek at what my own marketing strategy is for 2023, so that you can walk away confident in choosing how to best leverage your time for marketing. You're listening to episode 162 of the Chasing Simple podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. This episode was brought to you by the Chasing Simple content planner, and you can grab your own at amandawarfield.com slash planner. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you looking to improve your content without spending a ton of time and mental energy doing so? Whether you're looking for help knowing what to talk about, setting up content systems, or improving your launch strategy, the Chasing Simple Shop has something for you. From a year of content prompts broken up by type of content to my launch strategy mini course, which will teach you my entire strategy for launching your upcoming online course, The Chasing Simple Shop is the quick and simple way to take your content to the next level. And you can get 10% off any item just for being a listener of the Chasing Simple podcast by using the code LISTENER at checkout. Just head to amandawarfield.com slash shop. And again, that code for 10% off is LISTENER. If you haven't already listened to episode 148, I highly recommend that you actually go listen to that one first because in order to choose where to focus your marketing strategy, you need to really understand the two parts of what compromises a marketing strategy. So growth and nurture, a really quick overview. Again, I recommend go listening to the full episode 148 to hear more about it, but growth and nurture are the two parts of a marketing strategy and your nurture strategy is how you plan to use your marketing to nurture your current audience. And your growth strategy is how you plan to use your marketing strategy to grow your audience and then lead them into the nurture side of things. So I want to give you an overview of what my 2023 marketing plan is. That way you 
as we talk through these different things, you can kind of get a feel for what that might look like. So my 2023 marketing plan, my nurture plan is my content. So my podcast, right? Jason Simple, my blog posts, my book blog post, my social media, my emails, all of the content that I'm creating, that is the big part of my nurture strategy. Now, a couple things that I have been intentional around setting goals for for this year within that nurture strategy and within that content strategy is I really want to create more book blog posts for the SEO and also just for the like pre-launch hype around the book. So specifically writing blog posts about the book and the book process. The podcast obviously will continue on as it has. I cannot believe we're 162 episodes in. That is wild to me. So that will continue on. My emails, my social media will continue on as is. But I also wanted to be intentional about writing blog posts that lead towards my shop products for the SEO and also just for people who are more interested in learning more about them. So those were a couple things within my nurture strategy that I wanted to add in this year, those book blog posts and those blog posts related towards shop products. I'm not going to add in a specific ongoing blog post because the podcast episodes are essentially each their own blog post anyways, but those were some that I wanted to add in. And then another part that I had originally decided, and if you've listened to the latest Conversations Over Coffee episode, you'll know that I've kind of axed this for this year, but I'm working on it in a way is a funnel overhaul. So I wanted to really improve how I'm using my funnels to nurture my people and to give them good, valuable content and advice and just make it all better all the way around. I don't know how much of that I'll actually work on this year, but that is definitely part of that nurture strategy is, okay, well, are my freebies actually helping people? What happens after they get my freebie? What happens after that? You know, and just kind of looking through all of those things and really overhauling to make sure that I am nurturing my people in the best way possible. Now, my growth strategy, I've got a couple things. I've got SEO, where I want to focus more on Pinterest and Google and potentially even Etsy this year. That one is a maybe, but I definitely want to be doing a whole lot more and doing better with my SEO strategy so that I'm bringing in those cold leads and hopefully converting them through blog posts or podcast episodes or whatever into audience members. So I really wanted to increase SEO reach. Another thing that I really wanted to be better about this year was networking and not only growing my network and connecting with more people, but also being better about being a referral for other people and saying, oh my gosh, you need this person in your life. And oh my gosh, you need this person. And this person can help with that problem that you have right there. And just being better about that in general and really helping uplift other people in my industry and in the online space in general, really. So networking SEO, two parts of my growth strategy. I also, the podcast sprint, I've talked about a few times, I believe, but for the book specifically, I really, I think that Podcast Sprint is one of the best ways that I can market that book right now, particularly in this first year as it launches. And so one of my goals for this year was to pitch myself to 100 different podcasts that I can go on and talk about the book and talk about the content surrounding the book and help people simplify their content marketing. And so that's another thing, getting in front of other people's podcast audiences. I don't know how many 
you know, if I pitch 100 times, how many that will lead to, we'll see. I have no idea, but that's a goal is this podcast sprint of every single week. I am pitching myself to a couple podcasts so that throughout the year, I hopefully end up on a decent amount that will get me in front of new audiences that will hopefully then convert into audience members. And then the final part of my growth strategy is JV webinars. That is something that I have been telling myself that I should do for a while now and as of recording this i have not set my first pitch yet but i i am in the process of getting feedback on my pitch so we're getting there and we're moving along but those four things networking so building relationships seo so bringing in that cold cold traffic and then leveraging people that i already know or even maybe people that i don't for the podcast sprint and then leveraging my my people that I have relationships with and that I think would be a good fit for JV webinars. Those four things are part of my growth strategy for the year. Those are the two parts to my own marketing strategy this year. When I'm helping my clients set up their own marketing strategies for the year, they have those two parts too. We focus on what are you doing to nurture people and what are we doing to grow your people? That's the two parts you want to have in yours. But how do you figure out your own strategy? Well, first things first, you've got to know your goals. You cannot lead anyone anywhere without specific goals in mind. So if you haven't listened to episode 147, how to map out revenue projections, if you don't know your specific goals yet, definitely, definitely, definitely go do that. Go listen to episode 147. But when it comes to your goals, think about what are your goals for the year? Are you trying to get sales? Are you trying to get lead generation? Are you trying to raise brand awareness? And you also have to think about this in both types with your nurture strategy what is your goal with your growth strategy what is your goal right your growth strategy most likely is lead generation and brand awareness and then your nurture strategy is most likely sales but even within that can you break it down further and say what is my goal for each different part of the growth or the nurture strategy so for example if i look at my networking growth goal okay what's my goal for that Well, my goal is really to build relationships there that could potentially one day lead to something, but the goal is building relationships. SEO, the goal is lead generation. I am wanting to specifically use Pinterest and Google to bring in people to my content that will then get them onto my email list. That's the goal there. JV webinars, my goal is specifically to sell shop products. My podcast sprint is specifically to sell the book. And so I'm using each one of those for a specific area of my business, the email list, the shop, the book, just relationship building in general, right? Same thing with nurture. What are, what is each different part of my content doing? Book blog post. That's to help sell the book eventually. The podcast, that's to get people onto my email list to build that know, like, and trust factor and bring them into my list. The blog post towards shop products, that's to help build the SEO to sell the products, right? All of these different parts of my strategy have their own specific goal. So you want to think about that. What are your goals in general for your business for the year? What are your goals for your nurture strategy? What are your goals for your growth strategy? And within each one, what are the goals for each avenue within each part of your strategy? So you're going to try to figure that out and figure out what those goals are for each part of both your growth and your nurture marketing. The next thing is that I want you to start small. I have listed off four or five different things for each category, for each of my growth and for my nurture 
I want you to pick one nurture and one growth activity at first as you're getting started with this and start with the basics. It can really be as simple as your nurture strategy is posting a blog post once a month and your growth strategy is to connect with three new people each month and build relationships with and hop on calls with them. Here's where we get overwhelmed is we see people talk about a million and one different strategies that you can use in your marketing strategy, right? And we want to implement all of them. And we start trying to implement all of them. And then we get really, really overwhelmed because how do these work together? What are they all doing? I'm really like, it's a lot. So I'm going to just start with one. Choose one growth strategy, one nurture strategy, start small, figure out what your goal is for those and start with the basics. You do not need to jump into SEO and networking and JV webinars and podcast sprints and discover. You don't have to do all of that. Pick one thing and start there and start with what comes natural and sounds easiest. You don't need to get complicated and to achieve these massive goals right off the bat. Just start small and start with what comes natural and, you know, ask yourself, can my audience be found there? And that's really the key to this. Start small and start with what sounds easiest. And then from there say, can I find my audience there? And if you can move forward and put your effort into that and, you know, be excited about putting your effort into that. The last thing I want to say to this is life changes and different seasons of life may require you to focus on different things. So for example, I have a client where when we planned out her 2023, we set up her growth strategy as podcast interviews, and she was going to really focus on pitching herself for podcasts. Well, life circumstances changed for her, and when we just met to plan out her Q2, it was like, mm, we have to totally change this. We're, in fact, we're going to completely pull this back down. And instead of focusing majorly on a growth strategy this year, all you have the capacity for is to really just focus on nurturing your people. And that's okay. And it's okay to make changes like that as things change in life. So set your plan, set your strategy, but don't, if it's not working, change it up. It's okay. If your life circumstances change, change it up. It's totally fine. And I encourage you to do that. Don't just blindly follow what you set out. Instead, really think through and think, is this right for me? Is this helping my business? And if you do have a strategy that you set and you get a quarter in and you're reviewing it and you're going, I don't know. I don't know if it's really helping. You can either decide, no, it's not helping this isn't going to be the right strategy for me. Let me change things up. Or you can say, let me see if I can learn more to see if I can improve what I'm doing with this strategy and then reevaluate three months from now. So to recap, how to figure out your own strategy. First and foremost, you're going to utilize both nurture and growth marketing. Second, you're going to really dive into your goals and understand where you're trying to lead people this year and work backwards to determine what are going to be the best ways to do that and how am I going to get there? You're going to start small with just one nurture and one growth activity at a time. And then you're going to start with what comes naturally and sounds easiest for you, ensuring that your audience can also be found there. It doesn't make sense to say, okay, well, it would be easiest for me to go get on Instagram live with my friend who does this totally opposite thing and doesn't have the same audience. That can be a great way to practice as you start to get into maybe pitching yourself for IG lives with people that have your audience, but don't let that be your only way to do some growth marketing. Okay. So 
your action step for this week is to revisit your goals for the year, determine what your goal for your content is, and then ask yourself how you can measure that goal. How can you determine whether or not you're, you're moving people onto your email list? How can you determine whether you're getting more brand awareness? How can you determine whether you're getting more sales of a certain thing? And how can you do that within your own audience and other people's audiences? This week's book recommendation is Dirt by Mary Morantz. This is another one of those rare five stars. I feel like I have... I had quite a few five stars in 2022 actually there were a lot of not so great books in between but i don't tell you about those <laughs> but there were a lot of five stars and this one was just it's a memoir and it's so beautifully written and it it really just shares a lot about mary's life and you know she was the first person in her family i believe to go to college and then she got a law degree and just it's it's so well done five stars highly recommend i will link to it in the show notes but it's so good if you like memoirs and until next time my friend i hope that you will go out and uncomplicate your life and biz thank you so much for joining me here today friend if you loved this episode it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review this is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.